The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we will be taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, it's 816-251-3555 if you'd like to get in the queue for um, either questions or readings today. Um, So just a couple, before I bring my guests on, I just want to uh, um, offer up a few things on my calendar that are coming up. Um, Next week, March 19th, I am doing an online fundraiser with my colleagues, um, spirit artist Joseph Scheel and um, spiritual medium Lori Sheridan. The three of us will be offering an online fundraiser evening of mediumship, um, heavenly, uh, heavenly connections. So if you can go, if you want to go to my website, you can check that out at 7 p.m. Eastern and it, it goes to a good cause. Um, it's going, all the proceeds are going to the home for little wanderers, which is a, a great cause that we're, we would like to support at this time because there's so much need at the moment and, um, anytime we can help somebody else is a good thing. So, um, you can learn more about that at my website, laurawister.com. And I'm also offering an online mediumship gallery, Spirit Messengers um, on April 9th, and that's again with my colleague Lori Sheridan, as well as um, psychic medium John Holland, and that's um, offered through Circles of Wisdom. And again, you can also go to my website for that, laurawister.com. So I'm so excited and thrilled to have my guest today, my friend and colleague Kathy Corcoran Cherkis. I got I had to practice well that a few times. <laughs> She's a Kathy's a divine channel, energy healer, spiritual mentor, and artist, and she offers a variety of healing services, readings, and workshops that focus on the balancing of mind, body, and spirit, so that people may learn to self-heal and live to their fullest potential. And and I have to tell you, like Kathy is such a kind soul. I, I she's one of the kindest people I know, and she's she's all about service and helping people, and and I just love her. And I'm just I was so excited when she said yes that she would come on and speak to us today. So, hi Kathy, welcome. Hi Laura, I am just delighted and honored to be on your show. Oh, thank so you. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. And um, so and like I was saying, I mean you're just. I know there's there, you seem to have so much knowledge like this. All, I, you're so humble about it, too. You don't talk much about it. But every time we talk, I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's so much knowledge to share here. And <laughs> um, and and that's why I'm so glad you're on the show today, because we're going to talk about that. But um, so how did how did you get into this work that you're doing today? 
Well, it was a rather startling entry. Um, the first 48 years of my life, I spent being a raging empath. So I was very, very busy with my emotions. And <laughs> things started to calm down in my life around 48. And I was very happy. I was in a good place. And one night in the, uh, as so many of us know, in the 333 time frame, I received a smack on the head and a male voice, very dominant and loud, said, Kathy Pitcock, pay attention. And I sat straight up in my bed and I went, what the heck was that? Mm. Had no idea. I had no frame, rem frame or reference for anything spiritual, really. I believed in a higher force, but that was about it. So I started doing some research, and I found myself at the center at Westwoods, signed up for a an angel healing practitioner program with Elizabeth Foley. Oh, I did that too. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. And I honestly had no idea how I got there. Mm. I pulled in and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I here? I had no idea. And in the course of the first day, it's a two-day program, if you remember, uh, my head started pounding. And by the end of the day, I realized, you know, I, I, I can't complete this if I don't know what I believe or who I am. Mm. So I sent a note to the group, and very kindly, they all came back at me individually and said, please don't walk away from this. You really need to be on this path. And luckily, I had a reading with Elizabeth that week. She had an opening. And uh, at that time, I went in, and you know her old apartment, and I rang the doorbell, and she opened the door, and Archangel Michael was standing right behind her. And wow. he said, well, it's about time. We've got work to do. Come on in. And I never looked back. And that's when I began all my studies of healing, you know, Yusui Reiki, uh, integrated energy therapy, uh, the reconnection, which I walked away from very quickly, the Melchizedek method, many, many programs on mediumship and intuitive work, reading cards. And I just expanded my studies as much as I could um, until I got the green light about two years later uh, that I could leave the corporate world and start my own practice. Beautiful. And it's been just a joy ever since. Lovely. Now, now coming from the corporate world, were you into any of this at all before you had that Nothing. wake up? Yeah. Nothing. As yeah. a matter of fact, uh, right after that, a few days after, um, I had what I found out later was um, an astral travel experience. And I, I really got scared. I got pulled out of my bed, it felt like, at mm -hmm. enormous speed, and the sound was deafening. And I started screaming, get out, get out, get out, in the middle of the night. I'm all by myself. And, and I got thrown back on the bed, my what felt like thrown back on the bed. And I thought, I can't move. All my bones are broken. But none of them were. And I went to a local metaphysical shop, and... Uh, the, the sweet little woman said, oh, you have dark spirits in you. And she, she decided to clear me. And she took me out in the parking lot. And she started doing this 
uh, wonderful shamanic little thing, you know, with feathers and, and, and sage. And she's going, scree, scree, scree. And she's working around my body. She came behind me and she went as loud as she could, scree, scree. And I thought, back in the car and drive away really fast. They were going to the store and they're like running away. So I'm like, what's going on? So I went to a reading in um, Salem at the Pyramid Books. And the guy said to me, oh, you just had some astral travel. There was no bad spirits. You're just, you're being awakened very quickly. So you better get to work. And that's Right afterwards, I went to the Angel Healing Practitioner Program, which I did complete. Thank you very much. And uh, many others, many others. Elizabeth was a great teacher. And, um, and I've had many other great teachers. And I'm so grateful for their knowledge and, and uh, their patience. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, mentioned that about the dark spirits and everything, because, you know, some oh, no. people when, they, when they're first opening up to this and they, they may come across people like that person that said you had dark spirits around you. Um, and then they end up getting coming into this very scared and very yes. not yes. not um, focused on their own gut feelings about things. And um, I'm so glad you exactly. said that. Yeah, yes, it's very true. And and that's how I began. And and thankfully, I was brought very quickly to a much calmer place of realization that this is just different and it doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be negative. And I always have control. I always have the power. I try to teach that to my mentors. We are always in control and we can always take charge of any situation we find ourselves in. Exactly. Oh, I see. I love you. Because <laughs> we speak the same language. I love it. That's, we do, that's what, we always have, you know? We always know. have, yeah. And it's the, that's the thing. It's it's recognizing that you do have the power, that you do have control of the situation. Because a lot of people who feel very empathic and um, and maybe sensing spirit, and they're just really opening up to that, they, they do feel like, like how do, how do I protect myself? I'm like, I don't think you need to. I just think you yeah. need to be more just aware and recognize you have boundaries. Yeah. Yes. Well, I work with my primary client base is empaths. And I do give them tools so they feel that they are protecting themselves. And it's actually more of an elevation of energy than anything. You know, I call it energy optimization. Um, And it gives them that firm foundation that they're safe they're protected, they can proceed in this world. And especially right now, when the energy is so chaotic, um, it's nice to feel that you have a beautiful bubble, that your aura is expansive and protected, because it can get drained very quickly out there. Yes, especially if you feel a lot, like we do. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so for people who may have had, because I've had that similar experience where, you know, hearing a voice, and mm-hmm. not really knowing where that, I mean, you were obviously you weren't looking to hear that voice. It just happened. And right. so you had a clear audience experience. You heard this voice. And um, so for people who may be having have had that experience or may have that experience at some point, what guidelines can you offer them to recognize between what they should be concerned about and what they shouldn't be? Does that make sense? I think you've already said it. I think they have to go within and trust their gut. But that can be very difficult if you are highly empathic and you're Mm -hmm. carrying around what my technical term is 
other people's bad gunkies. And the first thing that will really support your growth and expansion is to get rid of those bad gunkies, gunkies through some form of energy healing, because whether it's, it's you know, Reiki or magnified healing or IET or shamanic healing, they all have the ability to give a person more of a fresh start so they can feel what it feels like to just be them. Yeah, so and true. Oh you my start gosh. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you know I where you are. Beginning. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And oh, and yeah. to feel so much lighter. Um, the work I do is transcendent heart healing. And, you know, people always get up and they say, I feel different. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. not carrying the weight of the world inside of them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they get to start fresh and figure out who they are and what they want from life. Exactly. And that's so true. And how many times have I said that, like, I've had someone with me and they've been through maybe some, you know, every, obviously, if you live long enough, you're going to go through some kind of trauma or something that emotionally rocks you, right? right? So, right. Um, yeah, and so there's been times when, um, when people have come in and they've been through maybe a couple of, you know, a couple of years, they've been really difficult, maybe there was losses or, you know, some things that really rocked their world. And um, emotionally, they've, they still have the energy of that experience within their aura, but they're not, ex- you know, they're not in the present actually experiencing those that trauma or that um, exactly yeah so that's what you're talking about right you're not talking about attachments or negative energy you're talking not at all no no i'm talking about the fact that and again i'd say 95 percent of my clientele has been at one time very highly sensitized and empathic without having controls over that so it's that empaths like myself if we don't have a beautiful expansion of our aura every day and some form of protection, we're mm-hmm. sucking in like emotional sponges, everybody else's stuff. But the empaths have such great gifts to offer. They, they have huge hearts. They want to heal everybody. They will give until they have nothing left to give. Mm, so and, and so they drain themselves even more. And uh, then they get up the next day and start all over again. So learning what your challenges are, and if you manage them, you can come into that profound clairsentience that that empaths are born with and and learn how to utilize it for your good and for service. So it's, it's a great journey to take. It really is. And it's a lot of self-discovery because that's yes. one thing. Oh, I, my goodness. Yeah. And like, that's what I've seen with um, a lot of, a lot of empaths. Um, I do too. I get a lot of people who come in there. They're, they tend I to be healers. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I will say, I mean, one of the main, one of the, the job number one, when they first start really opening up and recognizing how empathic they are is to start to, to develop how to set boundaries with people. And um, that's it. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. I always and, kid them and say, um, if someone picks up the phone, say I was working with you, and says, hey, Laura, I need some help. I always describe empaths as fly fishermen. But they just go, whoosh, you know, they, they're they there. What do you need? What do you yeah. want? I can do it. I am here. You know, they don't. And we have to learn to reel ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And we so have true. to determine, is it for our highest good at this time? 
mm-hmm. to reach out because if it isn't, it's not for the other person's highest good as well. That's right. That's so true because we, we we may just be delaying something that they need to to do exactly. themselves. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's and it's it's difficult to navigate that desire to help the world. You know, you have to learn how to do it in a healthy way for yourself first. So true. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, we definitely I know we're both on the same page with this, that the work we're doing is definitely to help other people. But right. if we're not working on ourselves at the same time, exactly. yeah. it's not going to go. Yeah, it's it, not going to go where it needs to go. It's a constant inner journey. And I yes. always equate um, our healing process to an ammonite or a nautilus shell. And we're always breaking down chambers when we are ready to break down that chamber, you know, how the Nautilus shell has all those delineations leading into the center to wholeness. And we have to do the work. We have to choose to really go deep within ourselves and choose to discover what needs to be healed and released. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. It's a and sometimes journey. we do it. And sometimes we don't, and that's okay, too. <laughs> well, we're human, too. I mean, even though... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm done today. Yeah. No, more, like a, no yeah. more deep search. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more reflection for today. Let's just go exactly. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The store closed. Mm-hmm. So I love what you said when you when you were first going into the angel program with, with Elizabeth Foley, um, mm-hmm. how you said, I don't know who I am. And, right. and yeah, so that's that's a that's a that's really powerful to real, real recognize that you can still go, step into that type of um, place of of learning um, without knowing all the answers first. Exactly, exactly. And and part of it is that each journey is so unique. Yeah. We are all so unique, and we have different gifts. And the more people I work with, the more I realize how extraordinary each person is in their uniqueness. Yes. But we have to choose to follow that path and go deep within and learn how to navigate who we are, what our gifts are, and what works for us. And I think in these changing times, you know, we have beautiful foundations, absolutely beautiful foundations, whether you've trained in Reiki or IET or Magnified Healing or Melchizedek, whatever you've trained in, beautiful foundations. But I found that I would do things differently. And because I was always and still am a very, very good student, for example, here's an example. We're doing a chakra clearing exercise, and everybody's on their back, and we're all peaceful and breathing, and we visualize a red spinning ball for our root chakra. Mm -hmm. I would see violet. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Okay, make it red, Kathy. Okay. Then we'd see, you know, the, the orange sacral spinning ball. I would see violet. Every chakra for me was violet. But because I was such a good student... I would visually change it to the right colors or doing a visualization to meet a spirit guide or angel. You're walking through the forest, the birds are singing, there's rustling in the trees, little animals are scampering around, you come to a clearing. I would always go to the beach. 
have my feet in the water, picking up shells, having a grand old time. But no, 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 got to go to the forest. <laughs> and and it took me a very long time to accept that this was my way and it was right for me. Yes. And I was still getting to the, the, the right destination. And I was putting blocks up when I was forcing myself to try to follow a protocol that didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, yeah. it's such a journey where you have to learn to begin to trust yourself and, and trust your beautiful team that they're showing you there are new ways to do things. And they are unique to your gifts and your vibration and what you bring to this world. And really good, good point to make. Um, really good point because that 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 confuses people when they say, "Why oh, I I don't see like they see, or I don't hear like they exactly. hear." Exactly, you hear that all the time, don't you? All the I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you do. You do too in your classes absolutely. when you're teaching. It's like I'm not seeing or experiencing the same thing, but there's always a percentage of people who don't. I mean, there's always a, a center, central group of people who may experience what I might suggest that they might be seeing, you know, like you right. might see this, or you might say that. Um, same with colors. Like when I when I teach about, um, you know, psychic development, I, I'll, I'll talk about the chakras and the colors and everything. And mm-hmm. and I'll tell them, I say, these are the things that this is how I perceive these these chakras, these exactly. colors. Exactly. Yep. But you may have a different experience. This is just a, a, a starting point to recognize what's possible. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And celebrate mm-hmm. what you receive because mm-hmm. it's a gift from the divine. Mm-hmm. You know, don't fight it. Yeah, I fought exactly. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, sister. I mean, I totally. <laughs> I right there. I did too. I'm like, why don't I see it the same way? Why am I? Why are they seeing this and hearing this, and I'm hearing it this way and that? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're unique and you have precious Everybody gifts is. to share with the world. That's right. Everybody so, does. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And some uh, sometimes it just takes a while to uncover them. That's right. Or have the, the, the confidence to, to yeah, trust Yeah, even more important. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. So uh, for anybody who's joining us late, I am on the air with my dear friend, Kathy corcoran Cherkis, and we are well taking calls. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I've known her for years as Kathy Corcoran, and that the Cherkis is new to me, so... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I'm so happy for Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so we are we are taking calls today, 816-251-3555 for readings or questions. Um, if you're new to this type of work, um, if you're 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 just starting to open up to spirituality in a new way and you'd like some guidance about that or you have questions, um, Kathy is a wealth has a wealth of knowledge that she would love to share with you. And um, we can do readings as well. So again, it's 816-251-3555 if you'd like to get in the queue. So um, before we go on the break, I just, I, you know, you're, you're sharing your story and how you heard voices and you had the, um, the outer body, the astral travel experience. And then you also, when you first met one of your first teachers, you saw Archangel Michael. Now, when you say, when you say you saw Archangel Michael, just because, so people understand, Absolutely. Um, is it, is it, uh, clairvoyantly in your mind or did you actually see him or you just knew he was there? I actually saw him. Oh, wow. Uh, more of a light body than anything, but in the cobalt blue. Oh, and wow. 
I just knew that inherently that it was him, and I confirmed it with with Elizabeth afterwards. Amazing. And um, and it was uh, a moment that I've never forgotten. Uh, it doesn't happen that clearly all that much. Mm-hmm. Most of it is in my mind's eye, you know, my third eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but when something really important is going to happen, it will take some form of physical form. Yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so I, I wanted to make that super clear because sometimes people expect if they're opening up psychically or medi- even mediumistically and they start doing this work or studying this work, they expect to actually see all of right. this happening around you. Very and, rare. That, yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I similar thing with me. I I most of what I see is clairvoyant in my mind's eye on that screen in my right. mind, uh, but there's those rare times that I've literally saw a, a being and you know with my own physical eyes, and I knew that you know that was definitely a shift and um, and something it, important. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Something to take take in consideration. Like getting hit sure. over the head in the middle of the night in a deep sleep. <laughs> Oh, this must be important. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially coming from, because I, I feel the same, like I, I don't come from a corporate world, but I kind of have that mindset because I'm around, you know, an engineer all the time. So right, it's, um, right. so they, so it's, um, I think we do have to see things like that to be hit over the head, you know, um, to right. like actually see it because we say, oh, am I really seeing what I'm seeing in my head? Um, yeah. And who so, knows? I may have been missing all kinds of signs. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they were just getting frustrated with me that I wasn't paying attention, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. They can't. Yeah. I, oh, I'm right there. I've happened so much for me. It's like, finally, <laughs> she's paying attention. Oh, my gosh. Um, not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much fun. But, um, yeah, it's an amazing now. It's an amazing, amazing process. And um, I know I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm sure you don't feel you. I'm sure you feel the same. Oh. It's yeah. the, I always tell people it's the wildest ride of your life and the most beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. It can, it can really make you question a lot of things. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's okay. Very Everything's going to be all right. But that's a good thing. You Absolutely. Know? That's a good thing. So it, it's, it, it allows us to change our perception of the world. You know, how we perceive the world is what makes it beautiful. But we have to change our perceptions and change our judgments and make that shift. And that's about living creatively. You know, creativity doesn't necessarily mean a paintbrush, you know, a piano. I want to talk about that. I definitely want to go to a break in two seconds, but I definitely that I want to talk about that after the break. So everybody can stay, (laughs) stay with us. We'll be back with Kathy Corker and Cherkis. And we're also taking your calls. 816-251-3555. Be back in a moment. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. 
Hey everyone, welcome back. And I'm been, I've been chatting with my dear friend Kathy Corcoran Cherkis, who's in an energy healer, spiritual mentor, and artist. And I'm so sorry I didn't mention your website before because I know people are going to want to get in touch with you. Um, Thank you. It, it's it's sanctuary-within.com. Sanctuary-within.com. So you can connect with Kathy. And Kathy, you have a class coming up as well. I do. It's her book of wisdom. Uh, I'm going to be doing an introduction to visual journaling on Saturday, April 17th from 1030 to 1230 a.m. And it's a wonderful healing process, uh, but it's also about self-discovery through meditation, visualization, and, and then expression on paper. And it, the, there's an acronym, which is A for access, R, release, transform and it's it's a wonderful way to it's another avenue of healing that allows you to get out any say angsty feelings you have you draw them you write a few words and then you transform it to what you would like it to look like and it's actually a lot of fun so I'm hoping that um, people will be excited about that because we have to find all kinds of new ways to not only heal but new opportunities to expand our creativity as well as our intuition because they come in on the same channel. Yes. So one feeds the other. Mm. Okay. So, so you don't have to be like an artist or feel, even feel creative in order to do this. Absolutely not. And actually artists have the hardest time ah. because they try to create form and this is very abstract and fun. You know, you're not mm. meant to make it look pretty and we use chocolate. Uh, chalk pastels because they're the least defined uh, medium you can use and you just express it out you know in whatever feels good to you and it's not about looking pretty it's about just getting it out of your system standing back looking at it and saying well what would I like it to look like and you transform it and it actually is a very freeing work to do and you can start a visual journal that's going to really activate creative impulses within you that maybe have been blocked up up until the time you start. So it's a great way to open. Everybody's an artist. Everybody's a creator. Uh, but people think you have to have training and, and uh, you know, be able to work in all mediums and, and make things look um, beautiful and pretty. And it's not about that. It's about doing things because they make us happy, you know, mm -hmm. drawing from the heart, painting from the heart, um, singing from the heart, dancing from the heart. And it's about having a creative way of looking at life so that we're appreciating the small things, so that we're seeing the wonder, no matter what's swirling around us. Mm -hmm. So that's a creative approach to life. It's going to a higher perspective and looking down and saying, well, what is the easier way for me to move through this? Yes. Yeah. And See. when you do things like that or entangle, you can get answers because you get out of your own way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it engages mm -hmm. the, the, the intuitive mind so that exactly. intuition can step in. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's you're so, not you're not worrying it to death like a uh, you know a bone, you know, right? <laughs> and trying to make you know create solutions in your mind. It just that's the wrong right. part of your brain. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So when you get out of the way, mm-hmm. oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually so, uh, the simplest way. It's sure. It, and, and how often, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, if we could see them raising their hands, they probably would. Um, <laughs> it, who people listening who, when you're struggling with a, with a, um, with a solution for something and you just like, I don't know what the answer is. So you just say, you know what, I'm just going to drop the rope and step back here and stop fighting and, and stop pulling. Exactly. And, and then you do something completely different and, and, you know, it may, it may just be going for a walk or it may be, yeah. um, you know, some people doodle, like you was talking about Zentangle, you yep, know, exactly. and yeah, and uh, all of a sudden, and there it comes, and uh, it, it rises from the, from the creative mind. Yep, creative, intuitive channel, they, they feed each other, and they need to be in balance, and you could, and cre- being creative can be anything, it can just be an approach to life, it can be, you know, redesigning a space in your home, it can be gardening, it can be cooking, it could be photography, anything you know it doesn't have to be quote unquote the art you know it, it's right. it's more of an approach to life and and having more joy in life and expressing in life mm-hmm. yeah and, and appreciating um the creative yeah uh, the creative yeah. arts so you, you don't actually have to even be creating that art you can be observing it and exactly that, yeah exactly some you know how music makes our hearts sing Yes. You know, some songs just, I, I start to cry. Mm-hmm. You know, they access our emotions. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And if we can appreciate, you know, just appreciate, we don't have to do it. Exactly. But bring it into our lives. Let it be part of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, Laura. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm, I'm loving this. It, it, it just, it's right, right in my wheelhouse here. So, I love this. <laughs> um, so, um, so, so for anybody who would like to take your class, if someone's feeling either stuck or they just feel like they need to look at life in a different way, or they feel like, um, you know, that they just feel, I don't know what, 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 what who, who would benefit from this class? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Because we all carry stuff, you know, we all have baggage and, and uh, it allows us to unload that baggage in a really healthy and somewhat playful way. You you get out of your own way. And um, so if it could be that you have, um, you know, a, a, an ongoing challenge and you want to find a better way to navigate it. It could be that you're, 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 you know, feeling lonely and you want to find a way to not feel lonely. It could, there's so many applications to expressive arts work. Uh, it, it, it can be a physical illness that you want to have relief from and release. There's so many applications. Um, I could talk for hours more. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. which would be great. That would be awesome. And I, I got to say too, you're, you're such a gentle soul, and um, I know that anybody who would take a class with you would just love the time that they spend with you. Oh, um, thank you. Definitely time well, oh, time sure. well spent. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, so if someone were to have a private session with you, um, what mm-hmm. does that look like? Well, I do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were coming for a 
traditional session, um, most people come to me for an hour and a half session. That includes um, channeling with their teams and my team and tools, and then transcendent heart healing, uh, which actually makes your face look 10 years younger. It's kind of cool. Oh, sign and, me up. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it has never not happened. It's my favorite part of the work. I get to look at people's faces afterwards. The stress is gone. Um, and then we do cards and answer any questions that come up. So that, that's a, a quote-unquote signature session. Um, I also do soul sketching, which is a very different um, uh, kind of session that was kind of thrown at me by spirit yet again. <laughs> and um, what happens is I receive from the person I'm working with, their team will give me a series of imagery and, and numbers and colors and placements to put on a paper that reflects past, present, and future lives. And through it, a story is woven. I start with a blank mandala, a blank circle, and, and it just evolves. And what happens is that your beautiful sphere of support will choose those symbols, those lifetimes that have impacted you in a, a powerful way in this lifetime so that you can understand more of where you're coming from and where you're headed. And then you take home a beautiful, um, a beautiful uh, soul sketch. Yeah. So that's it, it another is. piece. And then I have groups come in for table tipping. Uh, I call it spirits knocking. So that's mm -hmm. the, the soul sketching and um, table tipping. They're both physical forms of mediumship. I don't do evidential. I've done some training, but that's not my gig. Um, but table tipping. Uh, is about more about spiritual expansion. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of archangels and ascended masters coming through with beautiful messages to help you move forward in your life, as well as loved ones, pets, and you never know what. Um, past awesome. life, past life siblings have come through, and it's just it's a fascinating experience too. So those are my primary offerings, and I do a mentorship program as well. Beautiful. And, and so anybody who's interested, you can go to sanctuary-within.com. Right. Um, thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome, because more people need to know about you. And um, you. so, you know, thinking back to, you know, the, the, the corporate world, Kathy, right? Mm. Um, if someone oh, were to do tell I have you... to? Because <laughs> no, I, I want to give people perspective. So I'm sure there's someone who's listening Absolutely. today that that is like, how, what, you know? And um, it's like, you know, Back then, if someone were to tell you that these things were possible, what would you have thought? Oh, I know, right? I would <laughs> think, you know, I would just think, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I always believed in magic, though. I will say that. And I've always had a happy, optimistic heart, a yes. hopeful heart. And I always believed in magic, but it had no form to it. And it never occurred to me that I could possibly have any gifts of that nature. Mm. That's why they had to hit me over the head. <laughs> that's beautiful. Well, that's beautifully said. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, so for people who maybe listen, they go, you know, I've heard the word channeling. But what exactly does that mean? It's... it's um, 
That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Channeling is building your muscle of reception and perception to spirit. So it's learning how to receive, how to connect, how to hold the channel strong, and how to receive messages, information, healing, guidance, um, light, receive light um, from the higher realms. And everyone who wants to be able to do this can do this in their own way. You know, it's as simple as as starting by perhaps having a notebook and a great pen. I'm all about the pen. It has to be a great pen. Mm-hmm. And if people know anything about the Archangel realm, which most people do, I didn't at the time, but um, you could say, Archangel Michael, please be with me now. And take the time to feel the energy come in. And maybe the first six times you won't feel it, but by making the commitment to sit and receive, you're opening the channel for communication. And then maybe you'll start to feel that energy. And then next, you will be able to say, Archangel Michael, what do you want to teach me today? And it might be very quiet, but you're feeling his energy of strength and clarity and purpose. It may be a word. You may get a word or a vision or, you know, something fleeting even, an emotion. Write it down. It's the beginning of building your channel of reception and perception to spirit. And we have to be very body-centric and very sense-centric to do this. Mm -hmm. You have to be out of the head and even out of the heart because I know when I was starting out, I wanted it all so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to heal people. I remember being at the Reiki table at the head and like inside me, I'm going, feel the healing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, feel the love, feel the light. And, and I was instead creating blocks to it happening. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's about being in the stream. Yes. And holding the stream set steady because we don't do the work the higher realms do. Exactly. Yep, that's right. That's probably and we have I... to take time to build that channel. It doesn't so happen true. overnight. It doesn't happen with a workshop or two. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't get the red uh, red light. Good heavens, green light to leave <laughs> the corporate world until I had practiced for almost two and a half years. So I was just working all the time, building my skills for two and a half years mm-hmm. so that I knew I was in integrity. That was very important to me. That's a really good point. Um, it, cause it just, it just, and maybe it's cause I'm in this work all the time and, and it, it just seems like there's such a proliferation of people who want to get into the spiritual work, like, like yes. the, to make this a career rather than a practice. Right. Um, exactly. And they're eager, they're eager to get out of the the corporate world. They said, "This is my ticket out. What do I do next?" And, and I say, "Well, wait a second. You know, what what advice yeah. do, you, do you have for people who wanted who are in that space right now?" Stop trying to find a title. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to find the thing, and try on a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. And when your heart goes pitter pat. You know you've found something that resonates with you. 
then you take it further with your studies, with workshops, working in groups, whatever you can to develop and hone that skill so that not only do you have confidence, but you have clear direction. I'm such a believer in divine timing, and everything happens when it's meant to, not when we want it to. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for us to pay attention to that and not leap into something when we're not given the green light. Yeah. You know, we, we are being directed to do this beautiful work. And it always comes when it's when we are deemed ready. Mm-hmm. And then it's clear as day. Yeah. You know? So true. So for me, it's so important to, to always check in. Am I going in the right direction? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next step? And to practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. And then practice some more. It's, it's, it's not an overnight process. Mm-hmm. And it should be fun. One of my favorite mantras is do serious work lightly. Love that. Have fun. Enjoy what you're doing. Be a student of yourself. Explore. This is the greatest opportunity to explore. You know, so many um, people really don't understand what makes them happy other than their families or, you know, and, and this is an opportunity you know, to get out the looking glass and be a student of yourself mm-hmm. and try on all those hats. Oh, this one fits really well. I look great, you know. And, mm-hmm. and oh, this one, this is ridiculous. I don't get this at all. <laughs> so it's learning what resonates with you yes. and then honing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always in divine timing because I know that, like, exactly. I think we're very similar with the, you know, being the consummate student. Like, I am a good student. Like, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> right? What are and the then, rules? Exactly. And then there was at some, when I was a young student in this, um, you know, uh, how many, how many years ago? I didn't even know. Um, it's, it was like, okay, I'm doing, I think I'm doing all the right things. Why isn't thing, why aren't things moving more quickly? Or why am I yeah. not getting, you know, receiving information from spirit, yeah. you know, in a more clear way. And I would get frustrated. I'm like, I must be a bad student. Um, but I was just, my expectations were just, um, cause I, I figured if I'm a good student, then this will happen. And then that's the external, um, recognition of you know oh so that makes sense right from spirit and it's like right. oh that doesn't it doesn't work that way <laughs> yep. Yep. yeah and and we we want so much to to be of service and exactly. that should never be ignored and and yes. but we can be of service by just filling ourselves with light every day and, and offering loving kindness out into the world. I always exactly. feel that the greatest light workers, quote unquote, are the ones who are never seen, incredibly humble, yes. who, who are courteous and kind and, and hold sacred space for others so they know that they're safe to open up, you know, mm-hmm. the gentle souls out there, um, yes. especially of the violet red. And, and it's a matter of us being who we are and trusting that we will be given directions 
when we are meant to be given directions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that we can be healers without having a business card or an office. Exactly. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can hold our beautiful earth between our two hands yeah. and surround yeah. it with the lightest source or God, whatever you call the divine. We can surround mm-hmm. it with the emerald green ray of healing light of Archangel Raphael and just hold it for the earth and all of humanity and all the mm-hmm. inhabitants for 15 minutes a day. We're providing great service. Each of us can make an enormous difference just in how we choose to live our lives. Exactly. Yep, the way we walk through the walk through this world every single day. Right. Is, right. is working is working for spirit no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And smiling. Mm-hmm. We need smiles, we need laughter, we need joy. You know, and we have yeah. to find that within ourselves regardless of what's happening in our world. And if you find it difficult to find that and to work on that so that you can find that joy, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a tall order, isn't it? It sure is. (laughs) (laughs) It was for anybody. It's like, you know, if if, um, I think that sometimes people are searching for joy, you know, they're searching for what will make them happy. But it's, you know, it's an obviously it's an inside job like we often hear. Yeah, and and I think once people recognize that and move forward with that, um, then they can bring that to the world. But sometimes people are looking for something in the world to make bring that to themselves first, and it just doesn't exactly. work that way. Or they're looking for an identity. There you go. You know, that's what I'm what, looking what, for right there. Yep. That's it. You know what? Who am I? What is my gift? How can I give it to the world? Enjoy yeah. the journey. Have fun yes. with the journey. Yes. You know, be playful about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have way too much heaviness in our world. Yeah, we you know, do. we have to learn how to laugh and be light and playful. And, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, this, yeah, well, no, psychometry, not so good for me. I just don't like it. You know, fine, mm-hmm. yeah, I move on to something else. You know, you just keep finding those things that just make your heart sing. Yeah. And let it unfold. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, so what, um, so say, okay, I'm trying to figure out the best way. So if someone says, say if someone's like they're ring, intrigued by, by what you're talking about and um, what would you recommend where they would, they could start? Like say, well, you know, what she's talking about makes sense to me, but where do I begin? What, what can you recommend? Find a mentor, find a teacher, find a workshop. You develop more readily in community Mm -hmm. and sharing. Uh, It's, you know, books are wonderful. I I have hundreds. But (laughs) it's the doing. It's the doing, the practicing, the experience, the experientials that begin to show you your path. And it, it begins to unfold the more that you open to new ideas, new perceptions, new practices, you know, it's, we all know that meditation is a, an important tool, but, you know, for some people it's walking, you know, Mm -hmm. for some people it's, it's doodling for some people. It doesn't have to be um, a deep spiritual 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Nabashi Bai, you know, it doesn't right. have to be that, you know, exactly. I always have trouble with that. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I make it much more simple, you know, uh, and, and all is well in my world. Thank you on the in-breath and out-breath. Mm-hmm. And um, I think building the ability to quiet our minds is critical. Mm-hmm. So we need tools to do that because everything is so chaotic and it's so easy to get caught up in that, especially in the wee hours of the morning when the brain all of a sudden kicks in and starts going, you know, (laughs) we have to be able to turn that off because what we send out is what we bring in. As you know, people know, you know, if we're Mm -hmm. thinking negative thoughts, we're sending out negative energy and it's coming right back at us. Mm -hmm. So at least we have the power to shift that. You know, um, Me too. I always attribute uh, Elizabeth Foley saying, cancel, clear, delete, mm-hmm. and replacing it with a positive, I am a wonderful person, all is well in my world, or all that I am, I love, so that you stop that negative energy from going out and you replace it with something positive so that the energy coming towards you for the day mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah, and it's and it's not a deny. I, I some people think that um, doing affirm, positive affirmation work is is a, a denial, like you're denying how things are. And I don't right. believe that for the most part. I mean, if if you're paying attention, to what needs to be worked on, then right. somebody, you know, exactly. Also, That's the yeah. key. That is the key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Beautiful. We're so we're down to it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just saying, we're down to our last 15 seconds. So I just wanted to, I know it went by so quick. I just wanted to thank you, Kathy. This has been a wonderful hour. I've been, it's lovely chatting with you and I'd love to have you back on again sometime. I would love it. And I thank you so much, Laura. I think you are such a beautiful soul with such beautiful knowledge. And I'm so glad you're out in the world sharing it. Uh, Right back at you, Kathy. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Right, if we can go to... Thank you. You can go to sanctuary-within.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.